Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Hope you're ready for tonight, and we want you to get ready for St. Patty's Day festivities, a ticket bundle that includes a hat. You can purchase a ticket to the Sabres game March 12th against Detroit, plus a green St. Patty's Day Sabres hat, all for the low price of $45. That's your starting point. Visit sabres.com slash bundle to purchase yours today. All right, so mentioned Philadelphia is in action tonight. Uh, no Konechny, no Drysdale. Erson starts in goal. Boy, that Drysdale hit the other night was, uh, oh, I mean, poor kid. Like, he stumbled into the hit and just about had his left shoulder taken off. And to his credit, I mean, he got up and ran down the tunnel. Like, it was, there was no waiting around to figure out whether you were staying in the game. So, unfortunately for Drysdale, who obviously had significant injuries while in Anaheim before coming over to Philadelphia, he's now going to be lost on the blue line. And Konechny, of course, is just that consistent piece. Although the Flyers have had... for them. Yeah, I think... I. Fair statement, obviously. I mean, Sam Erson is also, you know, the one thing we've never talked about really is like, uh, like Erson's still a rookie. Like the, the kid should be getting some serious Calder votes this year based on what he's allowed Philadelphia to do. And that is stay in the hunt right now. But as mentioned, Philly has lost four of five. Our focus tonight, of course. Well, you want to mention something else too, is that uh, Cal Peterson, we all know, know that story here in Buffalo for years. Yep. He's struggled. Like he had a tough yeah. night the other night. And he's getting a chance to play in the NHL again after basically having a swap with the LA Kings. And, you know, the Flyers took on that and he was in the minors. Yep. But uh, if, if they need they need help in that. Urson's really good. But they if the Flyers are going to stay there, they're going to need to be able to rely on a second guy. And they don't have that now. No, but, you know, we'll, again, it, you never know how things are going to go here. And that's the craziness of the NHL right now, especially, you know, it looked looked kind of tough again for Edmonton last night, who've been in a rather large speed wobble here since the 16-game win streak. And they fell behind not once, but twice to L.A. last night, but twice got late period goals and then yeah. <clears throat> found a way to get a correction in the third period. And I say that because... Evan Bouchard had had some tough moments in that game, and then he gets the go-ahead goal, and they go on to a 4-2 win. This this could have been really significant in the West. We would have seen L.A. leap over Edmonton, yeah. and after all of this, the Oilers would have been back in a wild-card position. I, I get it. Lots of runway here, but you know how the machine works, and it certainly would have prompted a lot more questioning about like what, what are the Oilers going to do prior to the trade deadline. So what's wrong with Connor McDavid? He hasn't scored in Nothing. 10 games. He's got 23 assists, 23 points in 10 games. He joked about with the media yesterday. He says, I want to see if I can get like, you know, most assists ever. So I'm not going to score. I'm not going to shoot anymore. I'm just going to go for assists. Well, it worked again where last night he ends up with two assists. He's had 
multiple assists in five straight games now, two assists per game. And he had a game of six assists against the uh, Detroit Red Wings earlier in that 10-game stretch. So he has been just – and then he set up Hyman, right? I think it was Hyman on the one-timer. Like he walks into the slot, everybody's thinking, oh, my goodness, got to cover McDavid. Dish, one-timer, back in the net. And McDavid is the sixth uh, all-time to have eight straight 90-point seasons. Um, it's really remarkable. Um, I think we've realized for a long time that almost no matter how good Connor is in today's NHL, he's never going to be able to eclipse Wayne's numbers no. in a season. It's just not going to happen. But when you are as consistent as McDavid has been, and you can elevate yourself through COVID years, COVID shortened years, lockout, you know, all that. Uh, he hasn't had a lockout yet, luckily. Thank you. No, goodness. he doesn't. Um, but to, to be in that realm of one of six in NHL history to have eight straight 90 point seasons, pretty impressive stuff to say. Yeah, and he has four games again. in hand on Tampa and oh, Kucherov, right? Absolutely. So he's yeah. 11 points back with four games. In hand, literally, if they if both players play all their team's remaining games, uh, he's only 11 McKinnon. points back. Yeah, and let's not forget McKinnon in all of this. And uh, obviously Dallas, um, who had a tough ending last night against the Islanders in overtime, the uh, 500ers, as I call them. Yep. That would be the New York uh, Islanders. Um, they did find themselves in OT again. <laughs> it was, it was, leading, 20 it was two, 2 in the third, and I'm like... This yeah. is going to go to OT, and it's going to be one of those where the Islanders are going to get a point in a losing way or win. So McKinnon and Colorado, they get Dallas tonight. Nachushkin is getting very close to coming back. Like, yep. this is this is unreal. It was Landeskog one... could be back in the playoffs. Right. So the Nachushkin story, though, because he was playing this year, was yeah. one of the best players, goal-scoring-wise, yeah. when he stepped out of the lineup into the player assistance program. So they've been okay but they haven't nearly as good as they were when he was in the lineup. So this is going to be a major development. So it's a, it's a wicked central class tonight, Colorado and Dallas. If you were wondering when we were talking LA and Edmonton a second ago, it was Riddick in goal. They're playing again tonight at Calgary. So expect Cam Talbot there. So obviously Riddick, I don't know whether they chose Riddick, not against his former club, whatever, whatever, but LA has a chance to get, you know, back in. But I mean, this Western race, Marty, like, these are, first of all, we didn't have a chance yesterday. It's better to do it today with a bigger slate of games and Nashville back at home. But like, if you look at the West standings, how unexpected was this Predators five game road trip sweep? First time it's ever mm -hmm. happened in franchise history. They never trailed in any of the five games. And Somebody on the show said four weeks ago, UC Soros is definitely being traded this year. <laughs> like, what do they do? Like, they well, Kevin Lankinen won a couple of. Uh, I know, I know, won a couple of them. So yeah, he's been doing all right. So maybe you get and, and you know a backup plan. You say hey, we have Lankinen, but no, they're not trading UC Soros. They're in a battle right now, and they've got a ton of momentum. They're playing really well now. I know. You've got all the way down to Seattle, I think, is in the fight, right? 61 points is Seattle. But Big there's Calgary, 61, Minnesota, 62, St. Louis, 62, right behind Nashville. So there's a lot of teams in there. Seattle, last night against Boston. <clears throat> it doesn't matter what you think of Boston. The standings really show you all you need to know. But they've had some ups and downs, right? But last night, Seattle's in a position to win the game in regulation. They don't win it in regulation. 
there were hats thrown erroneously in what was belief of a Pasternak hat trick. Yeah, it wasn't his goal late in the game, so it it ended up not being a Pasta hat trick. But I will say this: Seattle stuck around. They had some good opportunities in the overtime. Grubauer extended the overtime with yep. a breakaway save on DeBrusque. And then in the shootout, homegrown, if you will, Spokane product, Kyler Yamamoto is able to deliver the only goal in the shootout. And Seattle wins to stay within a reasonable distance of that pack in the Western Conference. I love it. Happy for Seattle that they found a way. They're so much like Buffalo this year. They just don't score as much as they did a year ago. But now Grubauer has come back in a better place. It allows them yep. a chance to bounce back between Decord and Grubauer, which is something that wasn't happening before. So I, it'll be interesting, to, uh, to say the least. But, you know, you've got you've got that dynamic at play. Um, Pittsburgh is in Vancouver tonight. You know, Pittsburgh. How about we, this one, Duffer? Not to talk about them, but uh, the Penguins are 3-1 and one of the last five. Boston went on that West Coast Canadian swing and then Seattle. Mm -hmm. They have played six straight overtime game and seven of their last eight have gone to OT. Like this, like they've gone on the West Coast and everyone, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, and Seattle were all OT. They won in Edmonton 6-5, which was a crazy game, by the way. And then the other ones they lost, but they have gone to OT in seven of eight. Like that's... Pretty. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Incredible. That's why they're right there in lockstep with Florida still for first place in the division. I, I think Florida is so much better than the Boston Bruins, I agree. in my opinion. I agree. Um, but they, and we will they see won't go tonight. away. Yeah. That's the thing, right? Yeah, so. they don't go away. But yeah, but Florida is the best team in the East right now. And the Sabres definitely will need to play a high-level game against them tonight. The uh, Jim Rutherford Bowl um, between Pittsburgh and Vancouver is what, in your opinion? Because the Penguins, 3-1-1 one, one in the last five. Vancouver, one win in the last five. How do you view both and their current situations? Well, the way Vancouver's played is uh, called, as uh, is, is had Rick Tockett basically called his team about their work ethic, guys just skating around for laps and, you know, they had scored first and they let leads slip away and they just lose it in the third. Uh, their power play was terrible, mm -hmm. uh, but he didn't call out the media for putting, uh, adding, adding pressure on his team by asking questions like Lindy Ruff did with New Jersey. Uh, sorry, Lindy, but that was uh, pretty funny that you mentioned that. Uh, for Pittsburgh, for me, look, it, it, this is the stretch, right? The next five to 10 games for them, just like the Sabres, is the stretch. Can you go seven and three? Can you go six and four? Can you go eight and two to try to stay in the battle? Because I think, look, we're, what, Friday will be a week away from trade deadline. Mm -hmm. Like the New Jersey Devils are getting a goalie. If they don't. Punt them until next year and say you guys should not be in this league and compete for playoff spot. You need a goalie. 
right? So, and if Pittsburgh doesn't make a, a push, then they may have to, you know, just kind of consider the fact that they're not going to get in. Gensel, Riley Smith, just a couple of the names that might Gensel skating. Be- and right. I heard I heard this this analogy this morning on on radio about how it's like, you know, when you uh, have horse racing thoroughbreds, right? And you run them in the morning so that people can see them. Like the trainers see them in the morning, and they're like, "Oh, I like that one." It ran a nice time in practice. It's like they're running Getzel out there just so people can get a look at him in practice because he's not going to play any games until the deadline. I don't think. Do you remember the more recent case of that? showcasing if you will and how it has turned out for the team that signed him in practice there was nothing else to showcase rehab oh patrick, patrick kane. kane yeah the well, agency yeah. right the agency put the video out here he is that was that He's was a clear go. case of a get the videotape yeah. of the morning practice yeah. at 6 30 the like, horse out of the barn man yeah. you gotta show him oh and... by the way i know he scored the overtime in chicago and it was a great night we talked about a little bit of it because of the Chelio celebration. But when Patrick Kane turns back and he puts his hands in the air and he yells showtime twice, looking at the Cal- at the Chicago Blackhawks fans, I just thought that's pretty good. Like that's, that's, that's confidence and, and understanding the moment, right? Chicago fans wanted to see him go showtime, showtime. It was, it was pretty spectacular. Well, he's been on an unreal run, as have the Wings, as we documented earlier. Post-December 27th, the Wings, a top-six team in the NHL, and Kane has been a huge, huge reason why. Uh, Showtime is also the name of the latest single released by one of my favorite bands, Catfish and the Bottlemen. It came out on Friday, available on all your streaming platforms. And one nugget on tonight, Buffalo and Florida. A really great kid. And I call him a kid, which is kind of crazy to say because he's doing his 1,000th game tonight. But Thomas Anderson, nicknamed Train, who used yeah. to work as an assistant equipment manager with the Amherst, has been doing so with the Panthers, and he gets his 1,000th game tonight. He's an nice. awesome, awesome guy. And I just – it's the same as Babcock, right, like George? Like, I look at George as a kid, even though we're probably similar in age. It's just – I view him the way he always appeared behind the bench in the nineties, you know, hasn't and lived, right. And he hasn't changed. And train is the same way here with this Panthers group. So. George Babcock is like Ray and Jerry Maguire. Like he's that kid. And that kid will never age. We'll always remember that kid as Ray and that little kid and Jerry Maguire. And I think that's the same with a lot of people. So thousand games, that's pretty impressive uh, right there in Florida. That's, that's cool. Yeah, I would I would think with the lifestyle and the fact he is super young, he'll probably hit three thousand before this NHL career is uh, all said and done. I, I uh, hope so. That's that's a feat in itself. What a career! It really is. I mean, we lived it through. We still do through Willie and George and previously Rip Simonic. Like, I mean, yeah. they are fixtures in the best way possible within the organization. And something that uh, we're happy to you know announce again because I believe it was postponed earlier this year. The Sabres are hosting Mental Health Awareness Night. It comes up Tuesday, March 12th. The Red Wings will be in town. Special pregame panel in association with the same here organization over at the Lecom Harbor Center Marriott. And you can learn more and purchase your tickets at sabres.com slash same here. It's Buffalo and Florida, second of three meetings this year. It's coming up tonight on WGR and on ESPN+. Plus. We will wrap up Sabres Live after this. Thank <laughs> you.